0: Townsend, your relationship coach, your guide on the side. Welcome to the program, everybody. Have we got a show for you. We are actually coming to you live from a woman's expo, which is uh, an expo held in Utah, in Utah County, and it is an expo for women, about women. And on today's show, we are going to be bringing on a bunch of different guests as well. We're going to just be talking to a bunch of the ladies that are around here, trying to do what we can to figure out something about relationships, right? So remember, this is the relationship coach. I uh, do this for a living all day long, spend all my love and time working with people, trying to figure out how to create healthy relationships. But maybe instead of trying to fix relationships, After they're broken, what we ought to be doing really instead is making sure we get a really good list, the perfect list for the perfect partner. Now, who better to help us with this list than our own Bryce Tobin, who has not only made a list, he's checked it twice, he's found some naughty, and he's found some nice, and now he's got a girlfriend. Is that right, Bryce? Isn't that exciting?
1: The moment when everything begins. Yeah, you.
0: Okay, when everything begins to fall in love, is sure. that where you're going? Y- yeah. And today's the day apparently that you are going to actually give us the real name of your girlfriend because it's not Felicity. It is um, Sharon. Sharon Osborne.
1: Well, no, they're two different. people. Is it really Sharon? No.
0: Oh. <laughs> that sounded very school I, I,
1: I thought about. I thought about giving a legitimate name. Yeah. But then I decided no.
0: It's like your middle name—you just won't share it. I like mystery. You've never shared your middle name, and you've never shared your uh, your girlfriend slash uh, future potential partner. But aren't they all
1: future potential partners?
0: Yeah, FPPs. Did you make a list before you met um, Sharon? No. Felicity?
1: No, because I realized my list was getting a little bit too stringent.
0: What's it? A little too restrictive. You were excluding people.
1: So I I decided wide berth, right?
0: See, that's why I wonder. Should we be making a list? Because it seems like it seems impossible. So, I mean, it seems like you're going to get certain things on your list. I mean, like,
1: of course she needed to be, like, she needed double-jointed elbows. Yeah. Naturally.
0: Right. Yeah. You didn't want her to not have, you didn't want her to have, like, no joints, right? You right. want you didn't want stiff arms because then two. she couldn't hug you. Absolutely, is that what be, this was about?
1: Well, more so, it was just uh <laughs> you know, what other ridiculous things do we put on our lists?
0: But people do. So let's think about it. What else would you put on your list? uh, uh No felonies, convictions. Let's would just I, do convictions. I think that's a good
1: one. Let's yeah, no one. convictions.
0: I mean, you could have a felony, but you Some, can't be convicted.
1: Sometimes people get, you know, falsely arrested. It happens. Oh, absolutely. Sometimes we're in the wrong place at the wrong yeah. time.
0: Sometimes you were in a sorority or a fraternity.
1: <laughs> and if they're going to expunge your record, I can do the same thing.
0: <laughs> okay, so that's one way. What what else do we have to have on the list?
1: How about...
0: Teeth? Uh, yeah. No.
1: At least 28. You
0: can buy teeth.
1: I mean, I'll, somewhere
0: between at 28, least 28 and 22. 28, uh, 28 32, somewhere in there. You can get teeth. Okay. okay, put it on your list. What else do you need?
1: Uh, a scuba,
0: scuba diver.
1: Uh, yes, of course. Because you're uh, in the
0: class. Course.
1: Because I enjoy it so much, and I can't get enough of it. You want
0: bendable elbows, scuba diver with teeth, non-felon. Yeah.
1: Non-felon? There she sounds I, that's, like that's a match made in heaven. That's all I
0: need. Is that Sharon?
1: Uh, so far, I think. I don't know. I haven't looked at her arrest record yet.
0: Okay, I, I should look it that. up. We've got a computer right here. We'll look it up. We'll look up Sharon's record. Now, Merritt, um, what you got for us? Merritt's been doing a ton of research,
2: yeah. in,
0: in list making.
2: I have well they, for everyone else. Yeah, but we actually we just pulled somebody from the expo. They want to come and Excellent. talk about their own list. Who? Okay. Yeah, this is Kirsten. Kirsten, and she's working here at the expo. She's on a break, but she thought she'd come and talk Sweet, with us. Sweet, Kirsten. A
0: bit. Okay, Kirsten. Yeah. Uh, she's here at the expo again. We're at the women's expo in Orem, Utah, actually at Utah Valley University, is where we are being hosted by the wonderful Roxanne Bennett, who's in charge of this entire expo. Now, Kirsten, fill me in. How old are you?
3: I am 26.
0: I'm not supposed to ask a lady her age, but I just did. It's okay. I'm still young enough. 26 (laughs) years young. Are you married? Yes. Uh, Okay. How long?
3: I have been married two and a half years.
0: Now, before you got married, how long did you know the guy? Um, you don't want to go there.
3: I, <laughs> I understand. I've i known him since I was 11.
0: Okay. So you, he but went we, to grade school with you.
3: Um, junior high. Okay. Yes.
0: Good family.
3: Yes. I have a little boy and a stepdaughter.
0: Okay. Now tell me, fill, Okay. So fill me in. Did you have a list? Yes. Okay. What was on the list? Cause let me just tell you what Bryce has. Cause I don't know if you were able to hear it okay. he, on his list, non felony, non felonious <laughs> partner. Or at least non convicted felon.
3: Well that's good.
0: Teeth. Scuba <laughs> diver. Yes. There was one more. Oh, bendable elbows.
3: Those are awesome qualities. Okay. I'm...
0: Do you want to add to the list, Kirsten?
3: Yeah, mine are gonna be a little more technical. Oh, Sorry. Okay.
0: Blah blah. What is it?
3: But he's gotta be a hard worker.
0: Oh. Wow. And that's a good one.
3: He's gotta a be really a hard worker like and hard work a family man. Okay.
0: So you want him focused on family. You want him coming home. You don't want him just out playing with the guys and going to parties. Mm -hmm. You want him coming home. What else?
3: Um, Independent. I don't want him to be a mommy's boy.
0: You? Okay. Let's be clear. You don't want him. You want him independent of his mommy. Yes. But you don't want him too independent from you.
3: No. No.
0: You want him interdependent, we'd call that. Yes. In my world. That's cool. What else did you have on your list?
3: Um... He
0: Did you get all had this? to be
3: spontaneous. Really? That was a big one for me. Why? Just growing up, my parents would be like, hey, let's go to Disneyland. And the next day we would go. Wow. So I need someone that's that going to that. just be like, hey, let's go camping. Is, and we is, leave right now.
0: <laughs> is he adding up? Is the list working?
3: It's working. Is he we, we had some improvements to do, oh, but sure. I'm sure I needed to. Oh, too. yeah.
0: <laughs> do you know what was on his list? Did he ever tell you?
3: No. But I'm sure...
0: Just, I bet I'm, he just said, I'm "Kirsten." Sure I'm I just perfect. want <laughs> Just someone perfect. But do you think we should be making lists because they seem to help? We kind of know what I we I believe want.
3: strongly in lists. I do. Um, I do public speaking for adolescents, and I had a child that I placed for adoption when I was younger, and I did not have a list.
0: And you didn't. And I you did felt not. a loss.
3: Yes. And That's once huge. I had my list, it wasn't a trying to. Discriminate anybody yeah. or say you're not good enough for me. It's what I want for my future and my family in my future.
0: So it's really the planning, the thinking. It's yes. kind of knowing what you want, so then you can see it when it's there.
3: Yes, and don't sell yourself short because you can make that list perfect.
0: Kirsten, <laughs> we just pulled you off the floor here. <laughs> Man, what's your uh, what are you uh, what's your booth here that you're?
3: Um, I am going to cosmetology school right now. It's called the Forum, and I am also a dental assistant. So Holy I, cow.
0: You're going to work on the out and the I in. I am.
3: <laughs> yes. Hey,
0: can you do anything with these crow's feet I got right here?
3: Oh, we actually have Botox down there. I you know. I come. saw that.
0: <laughs> I did. But then I heard it's botulism, and that kind of turns me <laughs> off. Nah, that's good. Kirsten, thanks.
3: Yes, thank that you for having me. That was a great interview. And
0: thanks for the the whole tip on lists kind of gives you a vision. That's cool. It
3: does. It's perfect.
0: a girl. Appreciate thing you. To have. Wonderful, hey, wonderful Thank job. you so much. <laughs> Man, It's. Uh, did you have a list, Merritt?
2: Do I have I mean, a list? You, I
0: mean, you're a, data, you're I, a data-rama, I data-holic. I have a
2: list. Um, do you want to add anything to My personal to it? list? Uh-huh.
0: Anything else on um, there? I know. Uh,
1: wait, wait, wait. What movies does he need to what like? What
2: movies does he need to like? Okay. He needs to be open to any movie. That's what if he given. hates movies? Then he's not going to come. Who's
0: out of
1: your list? No.
2: No. Other ones, I need a guy who's not afraid of smart conversation. Ugh. They're kind of... <laughs> Every once in a while, I will talk to somebody and I like bring something up. Like I read this article the other day, yeah. and then they're terrified and they stop talking. That's not very cool. So and that not pretty much against them. Well, but that cuts just,
0: everyone out that's on the show.
2: I don't think so because I bring up articles all the time on the show and I you know. don't. But have you ever streaming. noticed that
0: we just kind of give you that look like? Ugh, that look, yeah. Is she getting
2: smart on us right think, now? I'm too weird for this, but she's getting You're, all
4: y'all, smart. Y'all can just shorten the list way down to what? I talked to Mark Waite, and he had a good point. You only need two things. Oh boy. One, your potential wife or wife needs to be kind.
0: Okay, I like that. That's
4: like that covers just about everything. And then two, and I just kind of throw this in: it would be nice if I found her attractive.
0: Attractively kind—that's a very simple. But that's it.
4: Like I can't think of much else. Well, but what about the
0: conversation?
2: Yeah, because I'm thinking of lots. I know lots of attractive, kind people, but they're
4: if I'm kind and she's kind, then we'll just. Naturally end up in the kind of conversation that you'll we, end up would, in the kind we conversation want to give each other, right?
0: I don't know if it works that way because yeah. sometimes you also want to be, I don't know, stimulated intellectually.
5: I am actually like totally against making lists. Hannah's
0: an anti-list guy. I I like, okay.
5: You guys have been talking for a while. I've been but, waiting <laughs> for you.
0: Now tell me what? Why? Why?
5: Um, because I think you shouldn't be focusing on finding the right person. I think you should focus on becoming the right person. Yes. The only purpose of making a list is so that you are like if I make a list of things I want in a person, then I Im- immediately turn around and say, okay, do I have those qualities? Do I bring
0: that to do this I? party?
5: Because you, I mean, it's. You spend a lot of time kind yeah. of doubting yourself rather I than think, you
0: know, I love that and that's better. actually one of my big beliefs is that if you're making the list to then go find that, that's one thing. But if you're making the list of what we want to be, that's yeah, huge. well that's
5: when it that's when it's productive. So
0: Hannah. Hannah Montana <laughs> Going against the list. Now, Merit, there's some research apparently you've been yeah, doing. Now, is I, this one of those heady I was conversations? At,
2: no, it's not too heady. Okay. But yeah, I was looking at some lists, but I found a really good one, and this is a list for things you should ask yourself before looking for a relationship. So this is even before you think about what kind of person you want. Really, this is just
0: this is the are pre, you ready the pre to be in a list are you ready list. Okay. Yeah. So
2: number one is uh, the question you should ask yourself: What are the three most important characteristics to look for in a partner? But it has an answer. You what? ready for this? Yes. Kindness, reliability, and emotional stability. You got
0: kindness right, reliability, and emotional emotional stability. stability. Yeah, I like those. Okay, let's look at that. Kindness because they're nice. Uh, Reliability creates trustworthiness, so you can Mm -hmm. predict your future will work because it'll be reliable, predictable. Yeah. And what was the other one?
2: Emotional stability.
0: And yeah, they're not going to go off on you.
2: Yeah. And next question is: What is the primary purpose of a romantic relationship? Which I find mm. interesting because sometimes I feel like people go into this relationship. They're like, yeah. I want some. This is the one I hear often. Yeah. I want somebody to be there on Friday nights to cuddle with me. Like, yeah. seriously, that's like yeah. the level. It's like, mm-hmm. I just want someone to cuddle with on Friday nights. And you game,
0: know who said that, by the hear. way? Right there. Bryce that Tobin one? says that every five minutes. I just want someone to cuddle with me. I mean, my
1: video games won't cuddle with no. me. No. And I'm <laughs> like,
0: Rob, go talk to Bryce. But it's you know, there's yeah. more, Wait, but that's you kind
2: of a lot of commitment for yeah. cuddling. Like you yeah. could buy a dog and that would be <laughs> good point. Kind of, you know, you good point. With the dogs. real it's,
1: question is what smells worse, boyfriends or dogs?
2: Yeah. depends. Kind of Did
0: it rain? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. applies I to both. Good
2: care of my dog, so. But
0: that's interesting. Cause if you don't, if what you want is just someone to cuddle with, yeah, that's a different kind of partner than if you is. want somebody that, you know, wants to provide you know, you happiness. Actually, yeah. Yeah.
2: So, the other question What is the main difference between a good relationship and a bad relationship? Oh. And I know so many people, I kind of wish they would have asked themselves this question before they come oh, yeah. into a relationship because they have no clue. And then you look at them and you're like, your relationship is not that great. You are like way too dependent on each other. And yeah,
0: that's a great question yeah. because if you ask that before, then but you can't you know ask what to it, watch out for but you can't ask it when you're dating
2: no cuz you're already then messed you're, up. you know yeah. the hormones are raging yeah you're all loopy yeah
0: ah so um, what 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 makes what constitutes a healthy relationship
2: yeah that's good okay. um, other question how do you know when it's time to end a relationship
0: well usually when she says we're done
2: <laughs> yeah that's, i i don't I mean, have that, that easy obvious. if i'm supposed to say it's done then oh yeah, yeah. That's how something I know. should probably think about.
0: Yeah, and yeah. how would you, how, you know, how, because some people go way too long.
2: Yes, they yes. should have given it
0: up many, many moons uh-huh.
2: ago. Yeah, I had a friend recently who. Was in this relationship that started out pretty well, uh-huh. and they were happy. And then, like three months into it, things just started to disintegrate, and she was completely unhappy. And we kept telling her, "You deserve better than this." Okay. Nah. And then, like six months later, she ended the relationship, and she's like, "I feel a lot happier now." I'm like, "You should have known when it was Duh. time to cut that." Like, Duh. That's yeah, when you, know. you just lost nah. some time of your life. Isn't yeah. that
0: interesting? Because um, you know, Bryce has a girlfriend.
2: Yeah, I heard
0: that we n- we didn't even know about. I guess it's a closet That was kind of, was kind of the idea. Because <laughs> it doesn't seem right. He
2: likes to be stealthy.
0: Yeah. and But I have noticed you've been different.
1: What, Matt, what have you
0: noticed? You've been less angry. Have I? Yes.
1: I can you've get angry. You've
0: been more... Well, no. You've been more enjoyable. You've been easier to get around and hang around and be around. You, you seem to be losing weight. I don't know. Maybe I'm gaining weight. Who knows? <laughs>
2: She does cook for him.
0: She does. I saw that. It's a serious, it's getting serious. <laughs> Anything else, Merit, about our lists?
2: Yeah, this is this is a really interesting question. Are you ready? Yeah. How sexually attracted should a person feel toward a prospective partner at the beginning of a relationship?
0: I would say nine. Nine? Nine sexual attraction units.
2: Okay. See, that's interesting because I have known a lot of people in my time that you like when you first meet them. Yeah. And you don't think they're that attractive? Not quite there yet. No, but then you start talking to them, (laughs) interacting with them, and to become more attractive to you because their personality. Like I absolutely believe that looks and personality are
6: inextricably mixed. Like you
2: cannot get away from that because you can meet somebody who's really attractive who would be that like nine, maybe even a Uh ten, and then you start doing more things with them, and it turns out they're kind of jerky or they're really annoying you, and then they're not attractive anymore. See, I
0: think that's that's huge because a lot of people turn off immediately if they don't see the looks yeah but what we've learned on the show a million times is a lot of this is more about the friendship and the relationship exactly and most of the time you don't even know who they are Uh before and you've already kicked them out
5: i think it's different for boys and girls you know boys are obviously a lot more interested in looks i think initially than girls are you think i know so but
0: it seems like (laughs) girls are more into making sure things look good
2: that's also true. So
0: So I wonder <laughs> I think
2: I think people should ask themselves these questions a little we're more. We're gonna often. have to
0: ask the good doctor, Jeremy.
2: We should. He's gonna be fantastic. Jeremy
0: Bowden's gonna be joining us, the UVU professor who's gonna teach us all about relationships and how to I guess merit how to build a healthy, strong, focused relationship.
2: Yeah, to to find the person who's gonna work for yeah. you.
0: Yeah. I mean it's hard.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean,
0: I don't know if any of you guys have noticed this.
2: Um, yeah, I think we have.
0: It, you, it must be because there's only a few of us here that are even married.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I think that would be but a A lot of you guys one. are young, yes.
0: too. Well, great. We're going to take a break. We're talking relationships and how to make sure that uh, we get a really strong, healthy, solid launch to a relationship. It's probably not just about making the list. Maybe it's about understanding a few more things the good Dr. Jeremy Bowden is going to be joining us right after this. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Bryce is going to come in, give us a little more insight about dating with his new uh, lovely honey, um, Sandra, and um, then we're gonna we're gonna come back and talk to Jeremy Bowden. We're we're uh, we're coming to you live from the Women's Expo at Utah Valley University. Just trying to do what we can uh, to get out in the public and start uh, talking to some of the people. About relationships. This is The Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us on BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to The Matt Townsend Show. Today we are uh, airing live, coming to you live from the Women's Expo on Utah Valley University's campus. And we are talking about relationships today. We like to do that a little bit, but we're kind of talking about the newer relationships, right? The relationships that are just coming out of the chute. Those cute little cuddly relationships, like Bryce and Sandra's.
1: You know, it's funny you mentioned that. I have an aunt. Her name's Sandra, close enough. Oh, boy. Totally crazy. So
0: crazy, Aunt Sandra.
1: Crazy, Aunt so, Sandra. But
0: isn't that the name you gave me for your? No, uh, Sharon. Oh, Sharon.
1: That's that's what I gave you. I'm Sharon. sorry.
0: I didn't mean to uh, misname. Your it was it was future perfect. wife. It was potential. wonderful
1: little serendipitous thing.
0: So, so here you sit, and you're uh, you're this you're this studly man that now has a new girlfriend. You're going through all these phases. This is why we want to talk about it because I want you. I want this to work for you, Bryce. Oh, I want it to work too. I don't want to lose you.
1: I don't normally jump into relationships thinking, "Well, I hope
0: this crash and burns after like four months." Yeah, but... you want, th- but this is a keeper because you've kept her from us, so she's obviously a keeper. You're probably afraid we would break her a little bit, and I've yet to meet her uh, someday. Yeah, Cynthia. You know, you should really, you should really take us out to dinner. <laughs> I should. Do you think she would come? Uh, sure. Do you think she'd give me her real name? Yeah, you'd get a real name. I would take her to dinner for her real name. Okay, is that worth it? I can to her. Yes. Okay. Now uh, timelines and fu- and like because it seems like relationships progress through certain stages and kind of you know mile markers.
1: So yeah, there's. I, I used to think that uh, relationships moved. Through, it was a, it was an issue of time, and yeah. um and as in like oh well this can't be anything serious because you've only been dating for like yeah. six months. Or well, yeah, you like, really, like
0: there's a date,
1: or like you want to have a kid. You guys have only been you know you've only been a thing for you know two and a half years. Yeah. What, do you, what do you guys know since growing up and learning uh-huh. and moving forward with my and life,
0: becoming a man?
1: Uh, well, I mean, okay. I've I've been an adult for
0: almost yeah. Seven
1: years, no, right, and so more long, than that. And you're almost a man. Almost. I'm almost grown up. Yep. No. But uh, you're seeing it differently. Well, one of the things that I figured out is it's not necessarily about time. No. You need some time. Uh-huh. But really, it's about milestones. Okay. What do you mean? What
0: are the milestones so, you're
1: seeing? Uh, to, the two primary ones that I can always think of is, number one, you got to have a fight. Oh, yes. Okay. No matter how you fight, like, for example, my sister and her husband have extremely passive-aggressive fights that are kind of fun to be in on. So they don't actually, like, they don't yell at each other. Well, you never see
0: an interaction. You just see, all of a sudden, someone just drops.
1: You kind of, you just feel (laughs) it. You just feel, you feel it going on. But um, however you fight, me personally, I think you need to get to that point where you're like, I don't want to talk to you today. I am very angry, but then you you, and then you, you both you it. both separate, and then you figure it out. You figure out how you fight. Yes. You figure out how you get over things. You figure out how you forgive each other. That's good. Because if you're going to be with each other for any extended period of time, you're going to fight
0: more, uh-huh. and you're probably going to fight about bigger things. Do you and Cilantro, have you and Cilantro had your fight yet?
1: No, not yet. Pretty new. But it's going to happen. Yeah.
0: Well, let me know. Okay. I'll let you know. Maybe. I, I, I'd i love to be there. Oh, you'd love to watch that. Because I that's what I do for a living. I could, I could you mediate. I could mediate your fight. Oh, good. Just if you want, I'll just
1: there. call you in the middle of the fight. I'll be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, we gotta get get call Matt. Matt.
0: Let's get Matt. Let's hey, just do Matt, it on the you're show. in the middle of dinner. Sorry. You know what? Just time out your fight and then bring it to the show the next oh, day. Okay. That's one way to do it. Okay. You then, and yeah. cilantro, um, and then um, so one mile post, you're saying is you got to have a fight. You kind that kind of just gauges where we are, kind yeah. of in the tension realm. What's the other milepost?
1: I say the other one. You got to go on a long road trip. Yes, because you got to see how they travel. Well, you got to see how they travel, and also if you're in a new relationship, all you're going to be doing is kissing on each other the whole time. Yeah. And in a, on a road trip, you can't do that. That's no. very dangerous. Right. While so you're you, driving, you figure out if you can talk. You figure out if you can be bored around each other. Because Love another it. thing I've noticed is that when you're in a relationship for a while, you spend
0: a lot of time being bored around each other. Totally. And if you can't handle that, yeah, then. And, uh, and do you like being bored the same way? See, when yeah. when we're bored at my house, my wife wants to like go on a walk. When I'm bored at my house, I want to be bored. Potato chips? You yes. Wanna I want to. I want a show. I want to. I don't even care what the show is. I want to be able to just look at my phone and be bored. And that drives my wife crazy. That's yeah. where we differ because all of a sudden she wants to go get active, and when I'm bored, I really am trying to not be active. You want to preserve Mm -hmm. the uh, chill factor in your boredom. Those are good mileposts. That's just something you got to figure out. Yeah. Another one, Um, allergies. Okay. Is she a cat person? A dog person. See, I have allergies. For
1: years, my dad said he was was allergic to cats. Turns out he isn't. He just just didn't didn't want want one. Okay, so your dad's a liar. Well, uh, strategically. He's a strategic
0: liar. He had a goal. Uh
1: Uh-huh. He implemented methods to achieve that goal.
0: And it worked. I like your dad. He sounds kind of devilish. Okay, we're going to take a break. We're coming back with the great Dr. Jeremy Bowden going to be joining us. You know, he holds master's degrees in marriage and family therapy and a Ph.D. in human development. I think the guy knows what he's talking about. He's going to fill us in on uh, relationships, how to make sure they launch for real and in a healthy way. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We'll be right back right here on BYU Radio. Welcome back everybody to the Matt Townsend show. We're coming to you live from the Women's Expo at Utah Valley University. This is these are my fun, these are my probably my favorite of all of my shows because there's a million people that walk by and they all look at us like we're just weird. I feel like I'm in a zoo. I'm in an aquarium. And and they're looking at us weird. And you know why? Then I realized, man, it must be that I'm doing something weird. And then I thought, no, because Dr. Jeremy Bowden's joining us. And they're looking at you, Jeremy. They're
6: like, look at that doctor. Thanks, Matt. Just kidding.
0: (laughs) Jeremy's the man, the myth, the legend. If you want to know something about marriage, Jeremy's the man to go to. He holds a master's degree in marriage and family therapy from Loma Linda University and a Ph.D. in human development and family studies. He's a full-time faculty member at Utah Valley University in Orem, and he teaches courses about romantic relationship development, which is what we're talking about today. Family processes, marriage and family therapy, human sexuality, and family life education. By the way, he brought his wife Daria. gosh Daria is, is Daria. Can you be heard? Can I hear that? Oh, I oh there, there you go. go. And now I can hear you, hey. Daria. By the way, um, I, I not to be rude, Jer, I but I think she's your better half. Oh, okay. I would uh, concur. How yeah. many children, Daria?
7: Oops. Sorry. That's all right. Together, well, together we have four.
0: Four kids yeah. Okay, I'm telling you, <laughs> is he as great as he appears to be?
7: He definitely is. Is he the no, best husband ever? Is he? Because yeah. he's
0: got all this, this, these studies, all this education, and it seems like there'd be a lot of pressure on the Bowdoin family <laughs> to be perfect.
7: Yeah. People ask me that sometimes, like, "Oh, you're so lucky," and he is. I mean, I don't want to. great. Like, I don't go around saying oh, my husband's better than yours or whatever. Yeah. But no, he yeah. is really that great, and you know, he's still human, and we yeah. still have a real. He still relationship. yells at the kids. Let's hear it.
6: <laughs> I have my faults. I sing in the shower sometimes. Do you? Off key. That's kind of my. You know, those are my faults. Do you want to throw
0: it. anything out right now? Just do it right
6: now. No, she's the singer. She's yes, actually she amazing. Here. She is the one. So. Is she? Okay,
0: Nadaria. Today we're talking about romantic relationships and how okay. you kind of how you fall in love, how you create, and how you choose your partner. Okay. Okay. So, okay, shoot straight. How did you? How did this all happen?
7: Actually, I mean, we're both LDS. Yeah. And um, the only time I decided to go to a mid singles institute so you class, just went to
0: some kind of. Institute I kind of got school. dragged, yeah.
7: but it was pizza night, and I just kind of thought, pizza. well, free pizza. For yeah, sure. and he was there, and we had actually met previously a while back, but he just was a, f- a friend of one of my friends, yeah. and he, we kind of recognized each other from years ago, and I don't know. It still took us a couple months to go out on our first date, we but... Know.
0: Who asked out? Who, did he ask you out?
7: He asked me yeah. out, yeah. Yeah, I asked
0: her out. Did he say, hey... What's a girl like you doing in a place like this? No,
6: I know what you're going to say.
7: No, I won't, I won't go into detail. No, we just had, like, I had gone to a party at his house. He came to a party at my house. And then all of a sudden, on a weeknight or weekday, he said, do you want to get cheesecake
0: tonight? Hold, and <laughs> Hold it. Okay, back up. You're moving too fast. <laughs> on a weeknight, a weekday. I think
7: we just couldn't wait any longer. We've been flirting. Cheesecake. Yeah, he just said, can you, maybe when the kids are asleep, my sister was living at my house at the time, yeah. and she said, go for it.
0: Go for it. <laughs>
7: yeah, 9.30. <And> then,
0: <laughs> so a little cheesecake. Yeah. A little cheesecake. You sugared her up.
6: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was my plan all along. Okay, chemicals. <laughs> That's all Mormons do. Yeah. <laughs> we, we just do cheesecake and ice cream. We can't right. go get alcohol. No, and it was pretty quick. I mean, I, I knew pretty quick that she was, we, we just, we just hit it off really quickly, and we, uh, yeah we very compatible, and it just kind of came together. So it was fun. It was uh, fun. What kind of cheesecake?
0: From Macaroni
6: Grill? It was Macaroni oh, Grill. Yeah. Was it just strawberry? I think that's yeah, what it was.
7: strawberry topping.
6: Mm. I mean, it was strawberry. I remember every detail oh. <laughs> of everything. Yes. Do you really? No,
0: I was like that did not seem right. Okay, so Jeremy, fill us in as the doctor. Was that the appropriate way to fall in love? And did you have a list? Did you, like, did Daria meet your whole list? Like, okay, she's beautiful, she's talented, she sings, and she likes cheesecake.
6: <laughs> you know, that's a great question. Um, I did have a list. Uh, and do you I was, recommend that? I do. I have a different kind of list. And it's actually an assignment that I do with uh, my classes, one uh-huh. of my, my marriage and relationship skills class. So we, I call it the deal breakers list. And really what it is is how I frame it is, You need to make a list and be aware of those things that if everything else in the relationship was good, but this one thing was there, it's a deal breaker. It's a deal breaker. So it doesn't matter if he's the best, most wonderful partner in the world and love his family, but they have this one thing. And I'll tell you, just uh, as I've been doing this over the years... Some of the common ones are religion. Yeah. That's a deal breaker for yeah. a lot of people. I
0: mean, if not, you're going to be battling these differences every holiday, every tradition, children's baptisms, confirmations, everything. It's
1: a big yeah.
6: And so that, um, and then some of the uh, other obvious ones, such as addictions, things like that, if they have any kind of addiction. Yeah. But I really press them because, and one time I had a girl say in her paper, she said, um, if he texts me and he has poor grammar. Wow. And really? so I challenged her on that. I said, so you're saying everything else is wonderful, but the he Bad had, grammar, you know, and she <laughs> kind of backed off it a little bit. Okay. Maybe that's not a deal breaker, but I think that people need to sit back and look at, okay, what is a deal breaker for me? Whether it be, um, you know, if the addictions, whether yeah. it be religion, um, and, and for some people, if they have a hobby that is just very much a part of their life, skydiving, there you go. If they're a skydiver,
0: that's probably not on my list. <laughs> it's
6: not on your list. Because they're really expensive so, to insure. Yeah. But I, I think I heard a little bit, and I was talking to um, some of the other people about what you guys have talked about. I do agree that things like, you know, we... Teeth. We talked about teeth. You know, women... Because you can get teeth, right? I mean, yeah. So it's not a, it doesn't have to be a deal breaker. You know, an interesting thing is that I've found, and this is just looking. I haven't done any systematic research on it, but just in, as I've read them. For women, hygiene is a huge deal breaker. Oh, no, I, and
0: I hear that For a lot men, in my, it's with not. my clients. They don't, no, like whatever.
6: Yeah, I mean where we live with <laughs> yeah. men,
0: brushing teeth, showering. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but do, don't you hear a lot of your clients bring that up? Like, I mean, like a hygiene issue. Like, yeah, Just don't yeah. brush your teeth at all.
6: <laughs> But it's interesting that the females consistently talk about if he has poor hygiene, it's a deal breaker. That's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Daria, is that a, is that a big deal? Um, How's Doctor Bowden's hygiene? <laughs> it's
7: good. It's yeah, good. I think. I mean, if they take care of themselves, yeah. it's it's a sign that you know they care about you know how they look, and I don't know. Well, we I want respect. Well, and you know, you have to admit, looks are kind of the first thing you see, yeah, and totally. and then comes breath, and <laughs> you know that sort of yeah. thing when you're getting to and know then someone. Other odors and, and, and,
0: <laughs> so yeah, so um, when you when you saw Doctor Bowden, did you know he's going to be a doctor?
7: <laughs> um. No, I mean I knew he was um finishing or working on his dissertation. So okay, I guess yeah. I just didn't did. think about it and then it became yeah. a joke between us yeah. like, "Oh, you got to call me doctor now." I you know? know that was my favorite
0: joke. <laughs> that's really cool you, though. So really, you were just going after his money. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Cuz nobody makes
6: more money than He's independently wealthy through <laughs> my. Yeah. Don't you love it. <laughs>
0: okay, so what else do we need to do? So um, we, the list is good and I love the deal breaker idea cuz you kind of need to know what your What's your backup? I mean, wh- where's the backstop? What
6: exactly? What
0: is the most we can?
6: Yeah, handle? and I would agree to that, and I like that word you use, you know, backstop. That's where all all bets are off. That's yeah. where I'm getting. Gonna... And I think it's important to, for people to be aware of that. And when I have students do that, and then we process it together as a class and in groups, one of the things they say is, and in, even in their papers, I never have thought about these, and I see now where it is, yeah. why they were so, why they are so important, and. The married people will often chime in and say, "Yeah, those are important it's to huge. know." And then I also have them talk about their likes. You know, what would I like? For example, I mean, some of the things that I it would always I always thought it would be nice to marry because I I think I'm athletic. Yeah, other people may not disagree totally. with that. You're right. I always thought <laughs> I would like to marry somebody athletic, but I knew if they weren't, it's not a deal breaker. Yeah. it's not. It'd be yeah. nice. But yeah. it's not a deal breaker. So. But it's
0: interesting because then a lot of the fights later would have been about, you're not even athletic. Why don't you even, come on, just do yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. I throw a ball, it hits you in the face. I mean, you got to be able to catch a ball. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> So all of a sudden, if you haven't thought about these things, you'll think about them later. Yeah. You'll be like, oh, I didn't even realize you liked video games this much.
6: Yeah, exactly. And that, that kind of, I, I generally, when I'm teaching the classes, although I... There are some things that can vary. You know, for some people, that, that it's very important that their partner love sports. Or right. Something. And that might even be a deal breaker, and that's fine. And one thing I do encourage people, if you, what happens is some people will say, for example, they like mountain biking, and they meet somebody that likes mountain biking, and they think, okay, well, we're a match made in yeah. heaven. Oh, yeah. But I encourage people when it comes to kind of compatibility to look at breadth, more than depth. Okay. Because so, yeah. what happens is, let's say they both love mountain biking and they really bond on that. And then they get married and they start getting busy and yeah. have children and they stop mountain biking. Then what do they have to connect yeah, on? That's huge. And so I talk about you should be you should be similar and look for people who are similar in a, bre- you a bigger yeah. scoop. Yeah. And and then on top. Kind of gives you a bigger yeah. scoop. Yeah. And and then on top of that, another thing that I really taught, I really stressed to them is in general there's there's some things that should be definitely talked about before. And and one of those is obviously addictions. Yeah, like that's not something that you want to compromise. And I yeah. find, and and girls tend to be more uh, guilty of this than men. Is girls are just so nice. Oh yeah, and well, they're so rude. you don't want to be
0: rude. Like, are you addicted to
6: stuff? Yeah. That's rude. And, and so girls are much more forgiving of things when they probably shouldn't be. Uh, and and yeah. they're much more willing to say, well, I can fix them. I can help uh-huh. them. And I call it kind of the savior mentality, uh-huh. lowercase savior mentality that they think, well, nobody else could help them, but I can. And males do this as well. Yeah. That's huge. Like yeah. what if you had just found out he has some rabbit
0: addiction, Daria? What would you have oh, done? Then? We talked
7: about everything when we dated. I mean, that's the one thing I liked about him on the first date is that he was so open yeah. and able to be close to me, even within an hour. Whereas a lot of guys I had dated were just kind of like yeah. putting on this front, and trying I just felt cool like or yeah, wanting, yeah, yeah, or wanting, trying to impress it, yeah. trying to impress me and. I really like to connect with people, and so it really worked is, out for Is us. he
0: a good talker? Oh, yeah. Is he a good listener?
7: Yes. I bet
0: he's a great listener. Yeah.
7: Actually, so much so that I'll have to say, like, hey, what do you think? Because he just listens yeah. to me. You know, I'll talk, talk, talk.
0: See, that's a, t- that's a trick yeah. that yeah. counselors play on their wives. <laughs> yeah.
6: And see, the key, though, is she makes it safe to, for me to connect. I know we're kind of yeah. getting off but, no, but that's cool. That's, that's the thing is, is I know, and we talk a lot about this, being vulnerable and being safe, that I know that if I bring up something, I mean, just last night we had a really good talk where I came to her was it and a fight? Said, was it a fight?
7: No, no. It
6: was actually something where I had realized I was being a little, did we decide on passive aggressive? I no. can't remember what we decided. You're just on.
7: talking about sometimes he'll feel a little pessimistic about a situation and I'll say, it's going to be fine. You know, it'll be great. It's deal. And he's like, I wonder if I do it sometimes to get that sort of attention of, yeah, it's going to be fine. Like he needs a little bit of even though I, I know inside it'll be, it's yeah. nice to hear it from you that, yeah, it's going to be fine. Did you
0: ever think you'd be... This is a deep conversation. I mean, <laughs> so as a guy that teaches this all day, that's a pretty profoundly good conversation.
7: Yeah, I'm it's always self-reflective, amazed that he's... he can come to me and say, this is my fault yeah. and I want to work on that. I mean, it inspires that's me huge. to look at myself and say, okay, I have to find my faults now too. What a
0: cool deal because yeah. honestly, that's not... This isn't normal. Yeah. I mean, really, this isn't a normal. Yeah. No. You're messed up. Jeremy. I am. This is because, um, and by the way, and too, but you also make it safe. Yeah. Well. I and mean, I'm not trying to blow smoke up your skirts, but I see this every day. And to have this conversation, just as a, like you guys just dropped it out, like, oh, yeah, even <laughs> last night, we were just talking yeah. about why I might be passive aggressive.
6: Well, I knew I was coming on the show, so I wanted oh, you, to you have, have <laughs> a good example. Oh, that, exactly. And then so. you brought her to Valentine. <laughs> That's
0: amazing. Okay, what I want to do. Let's take a break. So I want to come back, and I want you guys to teach us as parents what we should be doing. What should we, what should we be teaching our kids so that they're out picking better people, people that are more a better match, that they know how to choose the right partner, right? So it's not just random. It sounds good. We don't want to just send them to Vegas and let them find one, right? <laughs> let's just make sure we're picking the right one. Okay, we're going to take a break. You're listening to the Matt Townsend Show right here on BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143. to the Matt Townsend Hoedown music. You hear that music? That's my favorite music. Uh, It's the new music because this is now the Matt Townsend Show Grande, we're calling it. Grande because we've added another 30 minutes to the show. It's now a two-hour show. And today is the show of all shows because we're uh, coming to you live from the Women's Expo at Utah Valley University. Billions of women walking around a big expo hall here. And, uh, you know, we've been pulling them in randomly, asking them questions about relationship. Today's topic we are getting into is about um, choosing partners, you know, getting this dating thing going. Um, And we've brought in some experts, okay, the Bowdens, we call them. Dari is really my favorite Bowden. And then there's Dr. Jeremy Bowden, who's got all these degrees in marriage and family. He also teaches courses about romantic relationship development. Family processes, uh, marriage and family therapy, human sexuality, family life education—he does it all. He also works part time at the Provo Center for Couples and Families as an associate marriage and family therapist. He's a member of the American Association of Marriage and Family Therapists. He does it all. I think he also—he's uh, married to his beautiful and devoted wife Daria. Together they have Daria. four. Yeah. Daria, <laughs> okay. i said it every other way every other <laughs> time. Daria, um, Daria. Four children together. I mean, here's the deal. You guys met, you fell in love, you've perfected it. There are no problems in the boat and home. None.
6: We're <laughs> waiting for that
0: one issue to come
6: up. We just wondered what it would be. Have you yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I think Daria found it. <laughs> no, um, we definitely have our conflicts at times, so well
0: and the funny thing about relationships is I guess we think they're supposed to be yeah. easy.
8: Yeah.
0: They're not. And isn't it interesting, the more you study them, the more you realize you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I've even thought, man, how do people actually stay together? No, really. Yeah. It's an anomaly, really. (laughs) It really is. And I don't even think, you know, I don't see divorce, for example, as a failure. I mean, I think there's the reality. I think success is an anomaly. It's hard. This is a hard thing, especially to do it in a healthy way, like you guys were just talking about, where you can even be open enough to share where you might be counterfeiting your own feelings in a relationship. I mean, that's pretty that's pretty weird. So, here's what I want to know. What would you guys what are your suggestions? What are your recommendations for parents in teaching kids about relationships? What should we be focusing on? dare my,
7: my first thought is to be examples yeah. i mean i feel really lucky to have grown up with parents who were good examples to me of how to treat each other how to stay married yeah. how to forgive how to move on and so more than anything i want my kids to look at us and think i want a relationship with like them i mean i even say that to them like i hope you guys find a guy like jeremy i mean he's just so sweet and you guys see that and and, you know, they see how we treat each other. And yeah. I think that's
0: how you can't be modeling. Right? right. I mean, really, if there's any, I mean, you can't sit someone in the classroom and just teach them about a relationship because then they've got to go do it in their relationship. Yeah. So it's one thing to hear about it and read about it and listen to it on the radio. It's another thing to actually incorporate it.
6: Yeah, and I think that, you know, Daria brings up a great point, and not to get too academic or nerdy. Well, here we go. But (laughs) but here we go. Um, One of my favorite concepts we know from research is called intergenerational transmission. And what intergenerational transmission is, it's basically the theory, the idea, that we transmit our values, our behaviors, our attitudes, and anything else down to our children. And this has been researched in hundreds of articles, and we know whether it be volunteerism, whether it be kindness, generosity, um, conflict, um, aggression. You're passing it down. You are passing it down. And children, when they're seeing that, uh, in fact, I read an interesting study the other day that talked about uh, how it's important for parents, you know, a lot of people, a lot of parents will say, well, I don't ever want to argue in front of my children. Yeah, And so children grow up with, okay, well, my parents are happily married. Well, they never argue. They never argue. And then they get into their relationships and they have some conflict uh-huh. and they think it's doomed. It's over. Yeah. And so what, um, cause you've modeled that for them. And so people will ask me, well, then should I argue in front of my kids? Well, It's not as if you need to go wake them up and say, hey, mom and dad. mom and
0: dad are now going to start arguing, okay? (laughs) If you want to get
6: some drinks and some popcorn, we're going to start the fight in about five minutes. (laughs) About five minutes. Can you imagine? (laughs) They ring a bell, and (laughs) they're off. And so it it really is, I think that it's good for children to see parents disagree. What's not good is when it's hostile and there's name calling. But what's most important, is that children see the parents resolve yeah. the conflict. So if you're going to
0: wake them up, wake <laughs> that, them up for the resolution, right? If
6: you're doing the popcorn and drinks, yeah. you
0: might as if well. If they fall them. asleep in the middle of your fight, make sure they see the ending. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's and such a good point, though, really.
6: that really is. Because con- then, then, then all of
0: a sudden it says what?
6: It says, okay, it's okay to argue. Mm-hmm. It's okay to even get a little upset and frustrated. Yeah. But I can see now that mom and dad have modeled that... It can be resolved. Yeah. And no one it, died. No one died. We had a resolution. Exactly. And, and so we're all going to be a happy happening. family together. And we know that. I mean, children's brains are just firing away those synapses and things are just yeah. looking and watching. And they soak those things up. And so... I uh,
0: let Give me the data on this. Research, I know, says conflict normal. Conflict is normal in a healthy relationship. Okay? So we think being devoid of conflict... Is a healthy relationship, but you need conflict. It's inherent in yes. any relationship.
6: Yeah, and in fact, when I'm working with couples in, in therapy or any kind of education, I get a little nervous when they come into my office and say, you know, we just don't argue anymore. Yeah. We used to fight, but we just, we're. Do you, we're, you we call come. them liars? Cause right then i'd say liars well <laughs> i know, do that on some levels it could be they're lying but a lot of times what's happened if they become so numb to arguing uh-huh. that they've just started to retreat from each yeah. other and that's where i get a little nervous as a therapist because then they're not fighting for that attachment again and, yeah. and so when they are arguing that's like okay well they're still engaged in this relationship but Going back to kind of the, the parenting and stuff, but I think that that is for children. It's it's an okay thing for them to see as long as they see consistently that they are resolving it. Do you guys have your kids? Are they watching your discussions?
7: They do. Like, I mean, do and do you,
0: like, or do you just <laughs> let them well, go to bed? And then...
7: <laughs> they're at an age where they hear. I mean, I'll, I'll think they're just on the computer or something in, in the kitchen and they'll hear us kind of go back and forth about something and. They'll turn around and suddenly blurt out what they think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, they're listening. Whoops. Oh, okay. How
0: did you guys yeah. hear that?
7: And you know, and they're pretty open. Even if Jeremy says something that they didn't like, and they'll come to me. Well, he kind of hurt my feelings when he said that or something. Yeah. He immediately goes to them and says, "I'm sorry. I didn't know." I mean, he just is very open with them, and I love that they're open with him. And I mean, all the kids just love him. They Jerry,
0: do great. you feel like he? Um we're, we're using you guys as specimens. <laughs> but do you feel like, does he just do that naturally? Or do you think it's this learned behavior? Because one of the things that I love is this idea that marriage education, you can learn these skills. This isn't like you're yeah. just, some people are born with it, but you can actually learn this stuff. What do you yeah, think? Yeah,
7: I think both. I mean, I see his parents, um, they are very kind to each other despite conflict they're good, they've been good examples, but I think because of his education, what he's learned. And also, I mean, we've when we were dating, right, we went to some therapy just to prepare for yeah. marriage and talk about yeah, things. Yeah, we went to some
6: premarital. Yeah, therapy.
7: and so I think definitely therapy can do wonders for people, and you can change your life that way. But also, you know, it was, it was all three. The example, what he learned, yeah. and dealing with it, you know, with therapists, etc. Huge.
6: Yeah, and, and I think that's a great question because... I think for me, even I read about this all day. I teach about it, and I work with couples. And there are, I would say, at least a couple times a week, I'll be reading something and going, I need to do that better. And I will change a behavior. And I think uh, that's really what it is. It's not all natural. No. It's really it's really not. There's some things that I, my father modeled. My One of the best lessons my father gave me was, to say sorry, he would come to me when he would make a mistake in parenting, and I I have vivid memories of him coming into my room, sitting down on my bed, and saying, "I'm really sorry, I was wrong." Oh. I mean, that is a was a very valuable lesson, but- and so I've had to do.
7: He's very intentional that way. Luckily, I mean, he he makes the choice to change a behavior, which Does is it? rare. Yeah, like oh yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, and show up and to actually apologize and. Yeah. And and finish that loop, because sometimes we always just, they get that I'm sorry, because the next morning we're happy again. Right. But to actually go say
6: it, that says something. And it's not immediate. No. Someday it'll take me a couple days to realize. Mine takes months. Months. (laughs) So bad. (laughs) Nice. And and I think you bring up, you know, as far as, I think marriage is about habits, you know, that you are creating habits in your life, and there's ways to change those habits, and that's what I do with couples. Is I say you've you've come you've come into an unhealthy habit or a cycle, and I'm here to help you recognize that unhealthy habit and let's change that. Yeah. And so people can learn. I see it all the time. Well, that's why you need the commitment. That's why you make a commitment for
0: life, because you're gonna it's gonna take life. And if we'll just stay in for life, we can keep learning. I, I honestly believe as long as we're learning, we'll always have hope in our relationship. The minute we're not learning anymore, then the hope's gonna. Well then said. it goes away. And I yeah. think okay, that with Daria, the conflict- you get the last word. No, go ahead.
7: <laughs> well, I was going to say with conflict and when your kids see you resolve it, um, they see, I mean, for me, it brings us closer. And I think they see us hug and yeah. they see us make up. And yeah. it's a warm, fuzzy feeling well, for and everyone. Imagine
0: the hope that that brings right. for these kids that get that know, okay, we can yeah. fix it. Yeah. We, you can fix it. Right,
6: It's fixable. Yeah. And there has been times where I've gotten frustrated and I've walked out. Are you a withdrawal? Not walked out. That sounded bad. Not that I'm... You left the room. And that I left the room. Yeah. And... Did you slam a door, Jeremy? I'm not a door slammer. No. (laughs) If there was a door in there, maybe I would have. But there wasn't (laughs) in the kitchen between there. But uh, I... And what I've had to do is I've... I think I even talked about this last time when I was on your show, that I've had to go and apologize to... Our kids. and 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 I'll share that we talked about this in between break. Derry and I are actually remarried. We were we were in um, previously previously married. I, well, not to each other to, to yeah. other people. Okay, and so um, that's one of the things I have to be very cognizant when I'm around her children that I have to make sure that I am not uh, that you know with yeah. their mom. You have a parts. yeah, which is interesting. So a blended family. A blended one family. of the
0: hardest things in marriage. Right is a blending of a family, yes. and um, so all the same principles apply. Exactly, exactly. The Bowdens, you rocked it. <laughs> Thanks for bringing her, Jeremy.
7: Oh, yes, absolutely. I was here, I was here to shop, but this was actually <laughs> I know, actually
0: that you more made fun. it so much better. <laughs>
7: this was fun. Well, I
0: appreciate you guys. Daria, Jeremy Bowden, appreciate you. Um, we're having you back, of course. Absolutely. Will you next time
6: always bring Daria? Because really, <laughs> oh I will. Yes, and I mean you can just have her on sometimes just by herself. And <laughs> would she- you not be offended? <laughs> not at all. Okay, no. write that down, guys. Maybe a write that bit, down. But- okay,
0: <laughs> Dr. Jeremy Bowden, thank you so much. Daria, thanks. <laughs> thank Go buy you. a lot of stuff. I'm, I think yeah, he wants look you to. Around. He wants to take care of you. We're gonna take a break. Come back. We're talking relationships. How to find the right person? Maybe how to even be the right person. This is the Matt Townsend Show right here on Sirius XM One Forty Three BYU Radio. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Townsend, your coach, your guide on the side. Today, we're doing our show from the Women's Expo at Utah Valley University. That just sounds like so weird to say that, Uh, just because normally we're doing it from our cute little studios up at Brigham Young University. Here's the deal. I'm sitting here with a trillion people walking by me. We've been counting them trillion a trillion and this is the women's expo and so one thing i've noticed is there are a lot of women here
2: there are and they're doing like really fun things we just walked around and i got like chocolate and bread people are just like handing them to me okay
0: by the way notice we're talking about food
2: it, it's that time the of theme day of the show <laughs> everything we
0: always end up on is about food it's
2: always food
0: why is that
2: because what else? What else did
0: you see? Did you get a massage?
2: No, they they're doing massages. They have some things where you can do massages. Um, uh, is
0: Bryce done with his facial?
2: You know, I haven't seen him, so I'm guessing he's still busy with that. Okay, Because yeah. he,
0: he had a facial lined up. He he's also, gotta,
2: you know, he's got to look good.
0: Well, they were also doing the. Um, they were lasering his hair off his back.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. So kind of needed it. Yeah,
0: I think he's actually got a date tonight.
2: Well, now that he has a girlfriend, like,
0: uh, it's a date yeah. every night. So here's the deal, Merritt. Um, we're talking relationships today, but we're kind of talking singles. You know, getting on the path to finding this partner.
2: Yes, we are.
0: And apparently, by the way, last night I spoke to I don't know 200 singles. Okay. Who are probably they're not like they're they're kind of like second. You know, they're they've already been married. A lot of them are a little older, mm-hmm. so probably 40s, 50s, 50 year old singles. And um, some of them were wondering why they are still single.
2: Okay, yeah. Well, you know, Matt, funny thing. I just did some research on that.
0: Okay, because yeah. I had a feeling.
2: Psychology Today.
0: That was my second Super
2: exciting. I saw it. was one of the top read, you know, okay. so I had to go see.
0: The What's the title?
2: The, to- the title is Eight Reasons You're Still Single When You Don't Want to Be.
0: Interesting.
2: Yeah. Because
0: you would assume if you wanted to yeah. be married... You would just go get married.
2: Yeah, it would just like someone would magically yeah. appear. Uh-huh. You would ride off into the sunset. By the
0: way,
4: ride off on what?
2: A horse. A
4: unicorn.
2: <laughs> a llama corn. A
4: llama corn. It's like buying a car, right? You just kind of decide to do it yeah. and then you just do it. it. The dealer makes there, it easy, right? It cheap. Yoda taught us there
0: is no try. Yeah. You do or you do not. I've done a lot of do not. Yeah. So. I guess it's not that easy.
2: No, I don't think it is, yeah. sadly.
0: I don't think it's supposed to be. And by the no. way, just so you know, marriage isn't that easy either.
2: Yeah, I kind of, I've noticed that one. Isn't that one. weird? Yeah. So
0: either way, it's hard. So eight reasons you might still be single even when you don't want to be. Yep. No, even when you don't want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's hear them.
2: <laughs> Okay, number one is feeling undeserving. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I feel I'm, like that's I, the biggest one.
0: Like they don't deserve it. Why? Because they don't look right. It's not. I'm not. Well,
2: you, because. I feel like when I'm around single people all the time, I'm in college. Yeah. You know, that's what we do. We be single. You be
0: single. <laughs>
2: so I'm around these people all the time, and they're just like, they kind of like blame all their problems on that. It's uh-huh. like, I don't feel great about myself today.
6: Yeah. That's why I'm single.
2: That's like, it. You know, I've got a bad I attitude. had a bad day, so that's why I'm single. I...
0: Yeah. You know what you'll do when you're older, though? You'll start blaming your parents.
2: <laughs> that's That works. Because if you blame your
0: parents, then you don't need to take it on yourself. Yeah. That's not right.
2: So, yeah, because I think a lot of the times, I mean, there are so many things that go into creating oh, yeah. a relationship. And so people will just be like, <sighs> a lot of times it's things that they don't understand. So yeah. maybe it's timing. Maybe it's just they're just not going to the right places and all these things. And instead of like saying huh, it just hasn't happened for me yet. They look for somewhere to place blame. And of course, you can't blame it on anything Mm -hmm. external. No. So you blame it on the one thing you think you have control over, which is yourself. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Man. Number two is intense, insatiable neediness.
0: Yeah. Those people scare me.
2: They are a little scary, (laughs) sadly. So
0: So I'm assuming they would then scare away the potential partner.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think... That would be it. Like,
0: where are that's you? Period. Where are you? Why yeah. haven't you come here? Where, I, you I come? thought we were going out. Are we not going out? Are we going out?
2: <laughs> yeah, that would be a little terrifying. Yeah, that yeah. just
0: gave me the chills. Yeah. I just chilled myself. So,
2: I don't know. What, what, what would you suggest to those people? Like, maybe they get a dog. Start a hobby. If they need yeah. constant get companionship, dog. get yeah. a dog. Do something with yourself. But that's
0: like what we were talking about earlier. You got to know what you want your partner for. Is your partner there to just keep you entertained yeah. all day? Or get a dog.
2: Yeah, or That's get a dog a because a dog will be entertaining.
0: But get a dog from like the Humane Society. Yeah. So we're, yeah.
2: There you go. Yeah. Okay, three, being unrealistically discriminating.
0: Yes. we oh, like, talk about
2: this one a lot.
0: Oh, yeah. Wrong what? shade of red hair. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Wrong, yeah.
0: Uh, isn't that funny? Because she
2: doesn't like every single hobby that I have. Right. Ooh, yeah.
0: She doesn't um, have a Netflix account.
2: Yeah, that that one is a problem. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> she has
0: Hulu, but she doesn't have Hulu Plus. Oh dear. She's a yeah. No, this is good. No. So so, and that happens out there, and then all of a sudden we're doing too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What
4: that's kind it. of a woman drives a Kia? <laughs> a
2: Apparently, Korean knows woman. This one.
4: <laughs> Isn't kay. a Kia Korean? Yeah, South Korean. Yeah, South that's, Korean. That's correct.
2: Okay, number four is my one of like super interesting okay. ones to me is pressure. So if you're going out and looking for a relationship just oh. because your mom really wants you to be yeah. in one yeah, then, yeah. or because you think that to be fulfilled. This is the one I see, again, a lot is that like my friends are in relationships. So that means I should be in a relationship even oh, yeah. if I don't want to be right mm-hmm. now. So you like pressure yourself into it
0: or like you should be dating one of your friend's boyfriend's friends. Yes, yeah. there's pressure for you. Yeah. Hey, here's one. Um, not to put any pressure on the singles, but uh, Thanksgiving's coming. And you know you're going to sit down across the table, and your aunt's going to exactly. say, "So, so, are you dating anybody, anyone? Yeah,
2: This is my life. Uh, I a little we just
0: too woke Hannah up. I think Hannah just oh, bit on that there. one. <laughs> you got something? Well, Hannah? how
5: many movies, you know, do you see that use that plot where it's like they hire a fake fiance or boyfriend to take to the holidays? That's like pressure. it's a really weird chick flick thing yeah. that actually happens.
0: Well, let's just agree: if you're hiring someone to be your date, no. There's too much pressure. No,
2: that is too much pressure. Well,
0: or yeah, or you've got other problems.
2: Okay, number five. Yes, because you were burned badly in your last relationship. Yeah. So it's the fear thing. Your little shell shock. You're shocked. too afraid to go because you think you're going to be hurt again. I feel like that one's pretty legitimate. It's
0: called post dating stress disorder. Yeah. I just made it up. PDSD.
2: Okay. New scientific terms post, from that sounds uh,
0: committed relationship stress disorder.
2: Yeah. It's kind of, right. yeah, it's a sad thing. And I feel bad for those people, yeah. but you know, just because it didn't work well last time, that, I mean, it's probably a good thing it ended then, mm-hmm. you know? No, totally. Okay, six, you're driving past partners away. So.
0: Yes. Yeah,
2: that one's interesting. Yeah,
0: which might just subconsciously mean you didn't want them in the first place.
2: Yeah. If or. You-
0: you don't. You don't want to be attached.
2: Yeah, I feel like this also goes back to the undeserving thing. Yeah, is that you're constantly like, "Well, I couldn't be in this relationship; it's too good to be true," and then yeah. you're this so confident in it yeah. that no, like, they don't think you're really committed. That's right. that's the sad thing.
0: Man, these are complicated. Yeah,
2: okay, they get a little more complicated. Oh boy, this one trauma. That one's sad. Yeah, that, that's that's I mean, something you should get yeah. some help. Don't be ashamed about that. You uh-huh. can. That's something you should be working on.
0: Well, I mean, and when you think about how hard life is anyway. Everyone's got a little trauma.
2: Oh, yeah, about something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Birthdays yeah. traumatized me when I was a kid. I cried every single time somebody sang me happy birthday.
0: What was that about?
2: Um, I don't like a lot of attention. And okay. so when you're sitting down and 20 people are there at a party just for you and they're all looking at you and they're singing kind of badly a really annoying yeah. song, it was just too much. Okay, do you want to hear something funny?
0: This is how we're different. I went to a restaurant and um, told them it was my birthday. And had him come sing happy birthday to me.
2: No, no. see, I have never It wasn't even that. my
0: birthday. But I got a free dinner. <laughs> okay, not a yeah. dinner. I got a free uh, dessert. Yeah, see, a lot of people call that thievery.
2: Yeah, it's generally mm. frowned upon. It was
0: actually just a joke okay. that went too far. <laughs> yeah. But I hated that. I, I don't like that either. But no, I, I just think it's terrifying. Fake it. But then I eat the food.
2: But you eat the food. So Did it's you eat soft. your
0: cake? Would that have made you feel better?
2: It probably did. I was pretty young. I don't know that I remember. A whole Are bunch. you
0: still traumatized by birthdays?
2: I still don't like birthdays a whole bunch.
0: When's your birthday?
2: Um, It was last week. Wow. Yeah.
0: You know what? I'm finding out a lot of junk about our team because everyone's got <laughs> secrets on this team but me.
2: Hey, I only had a secret birthday. Bryce is the one with the secret girlfriend. Yeah.
4: So. But what is Hannah hiding? I don't even want to know. We
2: don't know yet.
5: We'll have to find it's out. It's a secret.
4: She really doesn't need those glasses. She just wears them because they're stylish. Because
5: she's a hipster. There she's we go. She's a
4: total hipster.
5: It's to lure you into a false sense of security that I have bad vision. So why? That's
0: then okay. I thought it was so. You, I thought you were going to say so that you, we would think that you were smarter.
5: You have glasses. I know. That that's the only reason lesson. I wear them. I don't need these. Okay. Are we ready
2: for the eighth reason? This is this it? The yeah, this is it. Cave. This is the
0: Bring grand
2: finale. It Bring it home. Oh, and this one is kind of interesting. All those single people out there, listen up. Skyboy,
0: listen Sky up. Skyboy. Skyboy's back at the at the um, the Death Star. What do we call that?
2: And he
4: has the power to cut you off. That's at true. Any time. Oh, I heard you. Oh. Well.
2: <laughs> he is there. Holy we cow!
4: That's how Sky's communicating. He's like a fairy. <laughs> Sky,
0: if you're there, chime twice. That's once.
2: <laughs>
0: He's our he fairy. He decide
2: if he was really going to be there. Oh, he I could have been sleeping. Okay. okay, ready? Number eight. Number eight. That the timing just isn't right. Yes. Everyone hates that answer, but oh, how true it is.
0: But don't you think everyone, if they were healthy, should have the exact same timing?
2: You know, that's what we would all think. That's what we think. Oh, I I, here's
4: the part I can't figure out. If you're going to be married to somebody for 30, 40, 50 years, isn't there at least once or twice in that period of time when the timing's bad too? No. No, That's it's, what's amazing. Once oh, you're yeah? married, you get in sync, and your timing is impeccably
0: exactly the same.
2: Oh, okay. Because if you, or you of, fake it you know, if you think about it, you're not like it's not just you and your efforts. You're kind of dependent on another person. In oh, fact, yeah. I think you are dependent on another person. Yeah. Apparently, if you're going to be looking a pair, for a relationship, right. looking for a person uh-huh. like you are to have bumped into each other, yeah. you know, there's well, plus, so many. Your factors. maturity
0: has to be right there exactly. at the right time. You have to be open. You have to be. You can't be so busy with your head in a book that you're not actually out looking. Yeah. You can't now then notice you guys will all graduate and then you'll all go get jobs. And then when you're working, you're not going to date because you're going to be working. And I don't know if you guys know this, but your first ten years of working, it's it's called work. Ah. And you don't make money.
2: No.
0: <laughs> right. And then you you might get to start dating in about ten years. So I'm yeah. just telling you, if you don't get it done now, if
2: I don't, is that pressure? Are you putting pressure on me? Yes. Oh, because I was still going with the whole time isn't right thing okay. for me. Okay. Okay. Let's go yeah. with that. Okay. Let's go with that. I'm glad. <sighs>
0: Rice just brought pizzas. Okay, apparently we're going to take a break right now. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We're going to come back. We have got a wonderful guest coming up. Janine Diamond is joining us. She is an author, uh, relationship extraordinaire. She's going to walk us through how to create healthier relationships. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. back everybody to the matt townsend show today we're talking relationships it seems like we always talk no we don't we don't always talk relationships today's different because we've talked about starting a new relationship finding a new relationship we've even talked about making lists checking them twice (laughs) naughty nice all that we've got a wonderful guest that's going to help i think bring it all together her name's janine janine diamond and uh I actually found out about Janine many moons ago at KUTV News. Yeah.
8: She was a news girl. Yeah. A
0: little producer, did a little on-air stuff as well.
8: Yeah, I was actually an on-air, an anchor, at all remember. that stuff. You yeah, were, I still do TV. Do
0: you, Why do you do that?
8: Because I love it. It's fun, isn't it? It's totally fun. You and go on TV. I do. I see I love TV. TV. TV's
0: way fun. I know. I, you know what I love? Not what? to make up.
8: You love the makeup? I didn't think I would. Okay, Matt. It sounds weird.
0: (laughs) But, um, no, I really don't. But the weirdest moment of my life was showing... Yeah, we will. (laughs) We'll share makeup tips. Was going to the MAC... Makeup. Oh, I stand at Nordstrom. Is
8: that the is that the coolest it was thing way ever? Cool. Not cool. It really I wasn't. Know. I hated
0: it. It was the longest hour <laughs> of my life.
8: No, I love that. Do you really? I totally love that. Yeah. See, but see, radio. I mean, yeah. I don't do a ton of radio, but I love radio. Why? It's fun. Because you can come in your pajamas yeah. If, yeah. You like, to, if you want you you to. Tell them what I'm wearing. I'm wearing my onesie. He actually. Yeah. <laughs>
0: No, that's my, my footsie,
8: not my onesie. That's he different. actually, looks
0: really nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm all dressed up.
8: I know that's my because uh, my
0: wife picked my clothes up. You look good. You're wearing a blazer because
8: I—that's what I do, and I just can't. You notch. look like an anchor. See, I know. It's you kind look of good. Sad, huh?
0: This uh, <laughs> you did the news, became a producer. You do a lot of stuff, commercial kind of yeah. marketing, producing work, stuff like I do. that. But on the side, which is strange, because <laughs> our last guest had a doctorate in it. In this relationship stuff. But on the side, Janine Golightly Diamond, <laughs> you decided to write a book on marriage with your daughter. That's right. Okay, explain yourself.
8: Well, you know, even though, I, yeah, I do TV, that's that's what I do to make a living. Yeah. And But I have a ton of experience in the area of relationships. Yeah. And I just got to a point where I thought, I, you know, I ought to be able to help someone out yeah. there. I'm, I, yeah, I'm not. I, like you said, yeah. I'm not one of your PhDs. You don't
0: need. We've got plenty of them. We
8: got, yeah, we got a yeah. lot of those blah, guys blah, blah, blah. out there who, yeah. you know, say, here's what you need to do. This is what you need to do. But I've lived it. Yeah.
1: And, you've and been in the. Trench. I have
8: been in it. I have been through just about every scenario have someone you? can imagine. Yeah. Not maybe all of them, but a lot of them.
0: Which now I'm just going to throw some out. Don't Nate, Don't say yes or no. You don't have okay. to be that. But I mean that. Any scenarios could be problems with, you know, addictions, alcohol, money, infidelities. You name it. There's a million things. There are. So when you say you've been through a lot of them. It's yeah. huge.
8: It, it is huge, and you know, I heard you guys talking earlier about some of the you know little fights that yeah. people have, and you know, and I, I listened to your guests, and I thought, oh, it would be so nice if to that just that was what we were if fighting that's about. That's what we had going yeah. on. Wouldn't that yeah. be so nice? And yet, then it was it it kind of did my heart good to find out that hey, they've been they've both been divorced uh-huh. and they've been remarried as well. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of us out there yeah. who have been, and there's well, I mean, nothing to be ashamed of. No,
0: when you think about it, most of our relationships don't do so well most that's right especially our intimate you know romantic relationships fail so the idea that you've been divorced or dr bowden's been divorced i mean the reality is that's pretty much normal i think it's one in three children are being raised without a dad in the home kind of a thing
8: it's absolutely normal yeah yeah, isn't it? And so I I hate to hear people think that oh because I'm divorced I'm not good enough yeah. or I'll never find anyone again yeah. or by the way I have a ma- ma- massive head cold going on here so
0: oh is that why you're so nasally? <laughs> yeah, that's... I was like oh man she's sure. Nas- like, no, just what's kidding. wrong with you? Her? Sound great. But it's interesting because you can't go get you can't get a doctorate in divorce. <laughs> right. You just have to go yeah, get. You can experience. only live it. That's yeah. Right.
8: You can only be. So that's going why going you almost
0: it. you are that is the perfect thing.
8: Well, and my you mentioned my daughter and she actually you saw me hugging her over yeah, here. Yeah, was that her? Yeah, oh, she, she would have joined me, but she By the has, way, can you
0: just look at the working. princesses right there? Aww. Here we sit, oh, look, and I think one's Belle. Belle.
8: One is Belle, and, and the other is uh, Aurora. S- Aurora. Aurora. Sleeping Borealis. Beauty. Borealis. Sleeping Good Beauty. To, that is,
0: <laughs> that just I have me. a 13-year-old daughter. Oh, do you? Yeah. Because we're just sitting here, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> two beautiful princesses walk by. Okay, keep going, Jenny. So
8: my daughter and I, so the, fir- the first time I got divorced, my daughter was eight months old. Wow. She's now 27, almost 27. And she's, so she's lived this whole scenario her whole entire life um, with her mom, with having stepfathers. And so she and I are very passionate about it. She She's learned a lot. She has a lot to offer. Yeah. To talk to a kid who's grown up with that. Oh, yeah. And she's a, she's a very healthy individual. Isn't She'll that joke cool. that she it looks healthy on the outside, but, you know, all this crazy stuff's yeah, going on on the inside. Up she's totally messed up. Yeah. And in some ways, she's, she probably is. She probably is. <laughs> yeah. But she, she does really well. And she's been married to her husband for four years. Great. And they're just she got a degree from this
0: university, right? She did, yeah. Utah Valley University, yeah. In behavioral science. Did she really? She
8: did. And so... So she
0: knows. She wants to help people, too. So So you two just started saying, hey, let's go take our lessons and let's put them in a book.
8: Exactly. Let's take our life lessons and see if somebody wants to just... Hear what we have to say. Maybe we can help some people not go through the yeah. crap that we no, went totally. through. Don't you think? Exactly. Well, and again,
0: I don't think the best teachers are always the best educated. No, I agree. I, I agree. think the best teachers are the ones that can reach the people. And maybe that's the other key is your journalism experience mm-hmm. maybe makes it so you're more accessible to people. Right. Well, You know, how and, to reach you know
8: them. I to I was able to write that book. I'm able to go on TV and talk about yeah. that book. Yeah, it all kind of... And I think... This is kind of where I'm supposed to be right That's now. Exactly. This is a good thing to the be doing. The book's called
0: Save Your Marriage in 30. You can go to the website, saveyourmarriagein30.com, and you'll just, you'll see, you have, you have a blog and some yes. videos and that you actually, can watch. and actually,
8: let me tell you a little bit more about that. The, the idea, if you go on that website now, if if anybody out there is thinking about getting a divorce. Yeah. Or even if you're just struggling in your marriage, which is, oh, I don't know, yeah, everybody. I think
0: what? 75% of the people at any <laughs> yeah, time.
8: Yeah, it, at some time you're going to struggle. Right. But my idea was to come up with these, and, and you know, the 30 was a month. Yeah. You know, go through a month's worth of exercises or, you know, these basically these are things that I wish I had done, maybe yeah. things I wish I'd thought through and known. And known before I just. You know, ended it. Ended it the first okay. time. So
0: this is really... Okay, so if any of you are out there in listener land struggling, wondering... like, Because this is what happens is you start... It's called shopping alternatives. We start shopping yeah. what the options are. And sometimes you're not even shopping. You've already got your option. <laughs>
8: right. And it's already
0: there. And it's right, right where you want to go. But you're saying, slow down.
8: Hang on. Hang on. Just and, and you start know, in, be getting Be logical. Some, yeah,
0: think this through.
8: And why not? Because, mm-hmm. you know, it, you're giving... So you're giving up a month. You're yeah. giving up 30 days. Yeah. And some of these, I will say, some of these are hard. Oh yeah. There are some hard ones in there, but there are some easy days too. Some days, they're just make a list of something. I'm, I'm a big list maker. Are you? If you? Tia and I did. She's my daughter. Oh We, wow. we did a, a CD we'll set. See that. Um, and this goes inside of it. this a cheat it. sheet? This is kind of a, a quick glance of some of the things that you, you know, it's, without getting into too much detail, you can yeah. look at some of those
0: lists. I like these. But lists are good. Um, lists are good. Help me with this because um, the research shows that most people, I think it's like 80%, wish they had done more before they divorced.
8: I saw something on that. So I, it's,
0: it's, it's about a third of the people are really happy. And a third, uh, our third really loved the fact that I mean, it was the perfect decision. A third, uh, kind of regret it horribly. And then a third just wish they had done more.
8: Exactly. And that, see, that's the point is because on, when you're looking, when you're on this side and you're saying, I want out, yeah. I want out right now. Um, once you are out, in fact, I even mention in my book, you, there's going to be a time where you're actually going to miss your spouse. You're going to yeah. say, you know, there are. Because everybody has a lot of good in them. There oh, are a yeah. lot of things, you know, it, you, these lists that you're talking about making when you're going to find someone. Right. It it really, to me, a deal breaker has to be at this point. Yeah. Has to be pretty darn big.
0: Oh well, yeah.
8: You know, and so there are a lot of things that you can do to keep keep your marriage. Together. If you like each other, mm-hmm. and if you're if you're really in love with each yeah. other,
0: there's hope. Well, I mean, exactly. So if you're not, if there's not major abuse. If yeah, there's not, that's uh, a deal breaker. So, so one of the things that the research actually shows is about seventy percent of divorces are um, are kind of uh, are what do they call them? elective. Thirty percent of divorces are, um, are are actually warranted, where the data would actually validate that divorcing in this scenario will bring you a healthier life. Those are where you have abuse. Addictions, yes. Excessive infidelities, yeah. Mental health issues, so that, that Those about, are So about a third of our marriages, um, are, you know, are inherently could do better if we divorced. But that means seventy-ish percent, yeah, are kind of elective. And then right. what we're doing is we're just rearranging. Sometimes just the chairs. On the Titanic That's, as it's well, going yeah. down. You
8: know you know what I've learned over the course of my life yeah. so far? It doesn't get any... You're, you're not no. going to go out there and find Mr. Prince Charming. Right. It's not going to get any easier. No. It's just going to be different. And everybody exactly. says that, but it's true. It's
0: totally true. And you've seen that.
8: Oh, yeah. There's always something you're dealing with.
0: Do this. Um, give us one... Actually, no, don't. Because we're going to take a break. Okay. We're going to come back. And when we come back, I want you... You're, you're going to start teaching us. Okay. What are the things we should be doing... The, you know, the first, you know, in the next 30 days to help us make sure we're making the right decision. Okay. Right? Let's do it. We're talking to Janine Diamond. You got to go to her website, Save Your Marriage in 30.com. 30 is the number 30. Save Your Marriage in 30.com. And uh, you can get her books. You can start to see. She, she even has classes. She's got it all. She's got it all. Janine Diamond, you do. Come on. (laughs) Uh, Trying to give you a leg up in this crazy thing we call life. Tools to make your marriage, your relationships better. Don't give up quite yet. Uh, Let's get some uh, understanding first. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. matt townsend show let me just do a quick check-in we are away from the brigham young university broadcasting center we're away at uh, utah valley university uh here in um, utah county in uh, utah obviously and back at the office on the home front is uh our, our wonderful uh board op Skyboy. we call him and I uh, just wanted to check in. Skyboy, if you're still listening to the show that you're supposed to be opping, can you give us a little chime? Chime. There he <laughs> is. Skyboy, can you talk?
9: Yeah, I think I can talk. I have missed you on this show. <laughs> I didn't know we could talk. Yeah, it's a, it's a crazy thing called technology, you know? Hey, hold it. Have you missed me? Uh, I've missed you so much, Matt. You have no idea. Yeah. Okay. I hear I hear you guys are eating pizza without me. They're having pizza. Will you save some for me? Uh, Yeah what and we've lined
0: everyone up on dates except you. Uh, I don't know why. You gotta find me one. Too bad for you. Just listen to Janine because she's our guest. (laughs) Yeah, I
8: know I know lots of divorced women. Does that help you? Oh yeah, (laughs) Skyboy
0: would love that. Sky looks like he's about (laughs) thirteen. Yeah, so maybe and, maybe a little bit I
8: want to know who he is. Is it a secret?
0: It's a secret. Oh, okay. It's like, you remember Charlie's Angels? Charlie, you never yeah, saw. Yeah, you never saw. He's like that. Okay. Actually, Skyboy awesome. lives in a bubble. I'm a bubble <laughs> and boy. And we call him the boy in the bubble. You remember that show? Because you're about my age. Boy in the bubble. That was a big thing. I, John Travolta was the boy in the bubble, I think. Well, anyway. and then didn't Jerry Seinfeld do a whole thing about yeah, the he boy in the bubble? Yeah, yeah, the bubble boy. The bubble, the bubble boy. boy. Yeah. So, Sky, we love you, and we miss you.
9: <laughs> miss you too, Matt.
0: And I think they're going to bring you some pizza back. I'm excited. Uh, yours will be the one with the big bite out of it. All right. So we're talking to Janine Diamond, uh, the author of the book Save Your Marriage in 30, and uh, founder of the website SaveYourMarriageIn30.com. Janine hasn't had a perfect life.
8: No, by the way,
0: it doesn't exist, does it? It doesn't.
8: It doesn't. I, I you really had a, just a life. I thought my life was gonna, the way it started out. Ah. I thought my life would be perfect. I yeah. really did. And but you know, but I like my life. Yeah, and it's, it's okay.
0: It, it's well. What else could you do?
8: What else are you going to do? And you
0: made it into something beautiful. Yeah. And you have kids and a beautiful daughter, and you and your daughter worked on a book together.
8: We did. We did. And I yeah, I actually have three kids. I have a son who uh, is thirty. Are you who, serious? I, yes, he is 30. I had him when I was 11.
0: Wow. That's amazing because you look great.
8: <laughs> That's why I, I said I had him at
0: 11. Anyway. You don't have to tell anyone he's 30. You just say he just. He's well, you know, old. I always
8: love people going, you have a son who's 30. Yeah. You
0: know, yeah. Well, see, the cool thing about it is um, we kind of <laughs> mystify marriage like it's. It's only for the good. It's only for the right. It's always going to work out. And when it doesn't, you obviously blew it. Well,
8: and the reality is that nobody out there has a perfect marriage. And, you know, we all know plenty of people who are struggling and having. And what's cool about it is that I think we all can share our experiences and help each other. And that's how we learn. And that's how we learn. Okay,
0: so help us. So you suggest that if you're out there struggling, wondering, like, I can't be with this guy anymore. He drives me crazy. Yeah. I'm sick of him. I think I might be done. Your suggest we slow down a bit, take a big deep breath, spend maybe thirty days or so exactly. and start evaluating and learning some things. Yes. What should we start learning?
8: You know, my very first day is a, is a biggie. It's an important one and it's not everybody won't have to do it because it's if you're having an affair, break it off you end right it. now. Oh yeah. Because if you think you're gonna fix your marriage well, you know, you're still off having an affair, yeah. but you want your wife to do all these little, you know, things yeah. for it's you. It's not going to happen. It isn't going to work. Yeah. You got to break that you off. You
0: can't serve two masters. No, you cannot. And so, and that's chemical because so, like you said, even you even end up missing your ex. So once you divorce, you you actually still have moments of missing them, but that's because your body's addicted. So if all of a sudden I'm chemically addicted to this new person, how could I ever pretend to fix? my marriage that's actually a good point it can not happen that it's is like a being very an alcoholic and drinking yes it and is and saying you're going to fix it and
8: you know um affairs that's one of those deal breakers yeah. however i know a lot of people oh, yeah. who have been able to get through an affair yeah. and have a great marriage yep. yeah it's it's you know and it's a little bit different than an addiction it's a hard hard thing yeah. but some but people can do it no, if absolutely. they want to if they want to work it out and they want to stick together, so that's the first thing. You have By the to way, do. and
0: one thing about that is, um, an affair. I, this was a big point yesterday with one of my clients. The affair doesn't have to be physical or sexual. That's true too. If Emotional. you simply are emotionally already giving your heart away to someone else, yeah. You most affairs start emotionally. That's even worse. Right. So, in 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 a lot of cases, it feels worse yeah. because you gave your heart. Yeah. Like they may not care, whatever the act was, but you gave your heart, and then you have to start lying and start hiding. Exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. So, exactly. So if your first rule you, is, if you're in, and if you're having any infidelity, whether emotional, emotional physical, you anything, you have to end that.
8: It's over right yeah. now. That means no contact, no anything. You yeah. don't. You don't text this person every day yeah. and say, "So I, I'm so sorry, I yeah. can't see you. I'm yeah. working on my marriage." You know, none yeah. of that. Blow it up. It's done. It I love is that. over.
0: Burn the ships. Yes. Yes. I love that. I mean,
8: I, and if you're not going to do that, then don't even bother and going by the on way, with
0: the rest. Well, tell me it doesn't say something. So if you can't do that, yeah. then be real.
8: Yeah. Right. You're not in then this be relationship. real and go over there. Walk yeah. Walk away. Walk yeah. away and, and let your that's wife or your husband, yeah. you know, have some
0: peace. And, and if anyone's out there, maybe that's one of the reasons they're starting to question. I have a lot of people that they're already in the affair, and then they start. I don't. And then they have to make the story up about why they don't want their great partner.
8: Oh yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, I never loved you anyway. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Oh, then they rewrite all, history. We've all known people. Yeah. It's such a tragic thing. It totally. You know, is. such a bad place to go. Yeah. Just a so bad. Blow place that to go. up. Takes a lot of fixing to make yeah. it work. Um, okay, so that's my number one. Love so then it. there, are, you know, there's 30 days, and I won't go through all of them, but there's a couple of ones I really, really love, and one of my favorites is. You spend day 19 asking yourself, am I really willing to start my life over? Am I, do I really want yeah. to move out of my house? Do I want to upset my kids? Yeah. Do I want to change their schools? Do I want to, you know, split the dogs? Yeah. I mean, there's oh, yeah. all kinds of questions. And, and
0: you know, having been divorced, it's it's a lot harder than anyone thinks. Oh, we, yeah. We all, I hear this every time. People say... Um, because I was a divorce mediator, and they're all like, I mean, I know oh, it's going to be know hard." That about yeah. You. So okay. for about three years, I did divorce mediation, and they're all like, "Oh, I You've mean, I, mean I know it's going to be hard."
8: Yeah, but they don't know.
0: They have no clue. And then I literally, I'll see them at the mall somewhere, and they'll be like, "It's a lot harder than <laughs> I thought."
8: Yeah. Well, you know, they think well. I'm just going to walk away with everything. I'm just going to yeah. push this, you know, I'm going to push my husband out of the house and I'm going to just yeah. what I mean, I don't know they have this thing in right. their brain. Right. It, it doesn't work that way. People are not like that. They're not going to just lay down and take it. You yeah. know, they're not just you're going to, both of you are going to end up starting your life over oh, to yeah. some degree.
0: Well, and, and with half as much. With half as much. Yet you've worked And twi- then. And it's going to cost you twice as much.
8: Exactly. And then you're going to go out and you're going to be lonely and yeah. you're going to want to find a new yeah. person to be with. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, and then you start all over again and uh-huh. then you find somebody and you think, oh, I've met oh, Mr. Yeah. Right. Do you Mr. remember the Wonderful. show Let's Make a Deal? Yeah.
0: Remember that? Yeah. So you get a deal and you're like, oh, this is a good deal. I think I, I'll, I'll go for the $500 that are in my hand. And then Monty Hall, I think his name was, would then say, or yeah, <laughs> you can have what's behind the curtain. Wait. Uh-huh. And so you're like, oh boy. Okay. So I can take what's in my hand. That It's not great, but it's $200. <laughs> Or I can put it all down on what's behind curtain number two. And um, that's really all divorces. That's a good way to put it. And remarrying. Because you have no clue. You what have none. You can date all you want. I spoke to 200 singles last night. They ha- Every one of them would just laugh when I'd say, I mean, we all know who you're dating, right? And they're like, no. <laughs> Nobody, you don't know what you're getting. No, you don't. And you won't know for a while.
8: No. you, And you can date someone for three years. Yeah. And, and it just isn't the same. Nope. You really don't know him till nope. you're, till you're married to him. I mean, you might have a pretty good idea, but you know, again, it's when you get into that second marriage realm, Yeah, there's just so much more to it. Oh yeah. So much more to deal with. Exes. Ex, yeah. Oh, you know, make shocked, a big list in right, my book the about complexity. the things people don't think about, you yeah. know, like even the, you know, the ex in-laws who, you know, you, you have to deal with, I have to deal with ex in-laws from my first marriage who, you know, yeah cause problems because of their, my kids or their grandkids or their, you know, I mean, there's just all kinds of things you don't know. And you couldn't about. handle
0: them then. Right, And you're not even married to the dude anymore. That's and you right. still got to see him at the football game. <laughs> I know. And save him a spot.
8: <laughs> I know. And you thought, oh, boy, I'm going to be so excited to get away from these people. Yeah. No. Isn't that true? You're never away from yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. That's I mean, it's just, yeah. yeah.
0: So the question you ask is what? Are you really ready? Am
8: I really willing to start my life over? I mean, that yeah. is a serious That's question. That's a great question. To me, that is one of the, if you don't, if there's nothing else you do, ask yourself yeah. that. Am I really willing to do it?
0: When I was a mediator, this is what I'd say: I go, "Are you ready to um, see?" Because when you're when you're married, you can just you have the advantage of just being able to see your kids whenever you're home and smell their hair right when they came out of the bath. Yeah. And I'd ask the guy, "Are you ready to every one night a week and every other weekend get a chance to smell your little girl's hair when she comes out?" And almost always, when I'd ask that. It would shock them. They assume I see them a lot They don't.
8: More. Well, they don't think about it. But and what you, you don't know?
0: get is that those personal, private ones, those little cute moments where they just cuddle with you on the couch exactly. at night. That's what you lose, are those little special moments and sometimes those mean more than the big trips
8: oh i know yeah that whole thing there just you know the whole back and forth with the kids yeah that's a that's a good question to ask people and it's particularly the men because they're the ones who end up suffering that way the most really yeah moms moms usually get the the kids kids a lot more moms usually get the kids keep going so okay um let's see what's another good one in here There's a couple of these that require you actually having to, like number day 23, I say, cook dinner. Actually, you have to cook dinner. You can't go out. You have to cook it. Cook a nice meal, and you have to talk about the memorable times that you had in your marriage.
0: Great idea. Now, that's
8: just, you know, that's a positive, and I've tried to keep a lot of positives in here so that it's you guys talk about some of the things you've done and all the good things, the fun things you've done together, and bring up those good times so that you're going. I want more of that. Why can't we have more of that right. instead of and that? And it actually,
0: the funny thing is, is usually by the time you're divorcing, you're not you're not remembering that stuff. No, you only remember the bad stuff. That's right. But the reality, all of that is still real. Yep, there were still good times. Yeah, it's called negative interpretation, and then all you're looking for is negative. And once all you're looking for is negative you don't ever have that's not even a real data set that's not real that everything was bad
8: right and that and that's the point is that yeah every at that point you're thinking everything all you can think of is the bad yeah and so I, you'll notice a lot of things that's on cool. here are things like that um one of the things i say is to seek advice from a close family member like yeah. you know you're you're Father, maybe, yeah. or not a friend, yeah. but a family member, somebody that you trust.
0: I love that, and especially somebody that's pro marriage.
8: Yes, because somebody I mean, who knows you. Uh-huh. I
0: don't know if you saw this research. The seventy, your chances if your if your friend, close friend, divorces, you have a seventy five percent higher chance that you'll divorce within the next few years. Oh, wow! Because okay, they're I did divorced. not know that. Now it doesn't mean like if you're if you were going to have a fifty percent chance of divorce. You would go up 75%. It means in that, the likelihood of you having a divorce for the next few years, let's just say it was 1% yeah, or 4%. It's going to go up 75% wow. just if you have a friend that's divorced. You
8: know what? You know why that is? I can tell you yeah, why tell I think that is. And yeah. then I want you to say why it is because you're the guy who knows. No, but that's huge. But, but you know, you, you hang around, oh. you're hanging around those friends and those negative friends and they... You know they're divorced, yeah. and so they're talking about well, single life. If your and... husband's doing that, you should leave him. You, oh uh, yeah, and I, my single life, <laughs> my it's single life is so much fun. You've got to come. You know, they, I,
0: they almost mystify it. They make they it do. mystical.
8: They make it seem like oh, this is the only. They don't way to really go tell you it, that they're... when the reality is every night yeah. they're going to bed crying
0: right. <laughs> or, and eating hog <laughs> with hog <Haagen-Dazs> stained <laughs> all over their shirt. Yeah, I yeah. know.
8: Wanting to call their you know, it's somebody the same thing. We say... kind of mystify
0: marriage is so great. And they make it so magical that singles so great. The reality is, it's life. Yeah,
8: we're just living life. It's all hard, right? right?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's huge. So, so that's a big idea that, um, you know, I guess at some point find the positive, go back. And by the way, what's cool about going back? It seems like is that's actually how you could, uh, you know, uh, resuscitate your marriage. Yeah, is going back because their chemistry exists. When you go back, when you go back and think about what you used to do, like, do you remember when we used to go to the park and we, when we were first married and we would kiss under the tree or whatever, yeah. if you just go back there in your mind, your, your mind will create chemistry. Uh, It'll be oh, like,
8: yeah, oh, I yeah. believe
0: that. That's yeah. real.
8: What, one of the, a couple of thoughts came to mind. One one of the days I have for camera see where it's at, but it it was go through your old photo albums, go through the pictures that you have of, you know, again, the memories doing exactly what you're talking about. But I I remember, um, you know, my my current husband, we're just about ready to celebrate our ninth anniversary. Congrats. Sweet. (laughs) That's huge. Yeah, it is huge. And I, you know, I'm excited and um, I love my husband. We, I remember the day we got married, uh, some good friends of ours that were at the wedding said that the piece of advice that she gave me was always remember... Why you got married? Yeah, don't focus on anything but why did you why you got married, and just remember it. Yeah, and I've often that. thought about that. You know, when times get head. hard, yeah. because they will get
0: hard, no matter what, no matter who you're with. Well, and but then you forget. So if you if you could just remember, yeah, and even celebrate it, even talk about it. That's what happens, and you're, you were alluding to it. Once we're divorcing or we, our mind starts going there, yeah. your mind it will actually rewrite your history. Yep. So one of the things they're finding in some of the latest research is if you if you just want to know where someone's marriage is, have them explain to you how they fell in love. And if they go, oh, geez, we were so young. We were naive. Oh, I love it. We had no clue what we were doing. If they start explaining how they kind of just happened into it. It's kind of an accident. And right. We're not even... I don't and know we were You don't we hear any thinking, magic about it. I don't
8: know what we were doing. Yeah.
0: It's a huge test. Because it's actually a really big predictor that they're not happy right uh-huh. now. And so they're already rewriting their story.
8: Yeah. yeah. and And people do tend yeah. to do that. You start... You, your mind starts to go there, yeah. and then you start to... Uh, that's a good way to put it. Rewrite your story. Because you're you're making up the scenario that isn't even real. No. It's not... doesn't even exist. But in your mind... Mm-hmm. You're looking for everything. You're trying to validate yourself. Yeah,
0: and you're taking your negative energy. Uh-huh. So think of this. If you were having an affair or even just an emotional affair, you're going to have weird guilt. You're going to feel I think creepy. So. Yeah, right. You know you're out of creepy. alignment with integrity, right? <laughs> so if all of a sudden, I'm, if I'm feeling that, I've got two choices. That guilt should teach me to change yep. and do what you said and break it off and go be real and go talk to my wife and figure it out or... I've got to do something else other than change. And that's usually where I get angry. And who I'm angry at is me because I'm not changing. And then I'll turn my anger on my wife.
8: And then I make up the story. And then I make her the bad one. You've seen a lot of this, haven't you?
0: Called projection. In your...
8: In I your years.
0: I see it all day, every day, <laughs> all day long. But you, you've lived that. You've yeah. Well, seen you know,
8: you, you, it's you true. were beat up by y- that. You say, you go, you know, you, you do have two choices: you either fix it, yeah. and do the right thing, or you let your you let your spouse have their life. That's right. Because that's no life. That's right. You know.
0: That's right. And so. And then the hard part is you don't even have the. You can only choose for you, and then if that's they it. choose stupid, you you you, <laughs> you get to still choose. How do I relate now? And how do I move on if they're choosing to be stupid?
8: Exactly. You know, a big portion of my book is devoted to self-improvement. And the reason yeah. is because that's a big thing I've learned over the years is that, the and I mean, I've always heard it and known it. Yeah. But I really get it now uh-huh. that the only person you can change is you. So, you cannot, you can't force your spouse to do anything yeah. that they don't want to do. You can, yeah.
0: How many people have tried that? All of us. How many I mean, how many times have you tried to find your happiness in getting your partner to pull their head out? I know. I would be so much happier if you were just more <laughs> lovely and kind to me. <laughs> but then we, we fail to realize that, okay, be lovely and kind <laughs> to them. I will as soon as they're nice to and me. And
8: then you just hope that they will get their head you know, out at that point. That's right.
0: And you know what? I don't think the head comes out. I know. It, we just keep battling it, it.
8: It doesn't. And it has to be a real... To, for somebody to make that kind of change, yeah. it has to... They somebody explained it to me once that they have to have some kind of an emotional or spiritual experience yeah. to get them to want to change. Otherwise, you you can beat your head against the That's wall right. all day long, and they're not gonna they're That's not right. gonna change. They're not gonna she, change
0: for you. I, I agree. Yeah. Emotional or spiritual. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw it yesterday, and this guy just simply he was just telling me that he loves his wife. He loves her. She's amazing. He worships her. They're just, not, they're just not a good pair. They're just not in love anymore. They're not in they're love. They're just not in love with they're, her anymore. And I hear that. All, I love her. I'm just not in, in love, love with her. In love with her. But then when you get real and you kind of start pushing on them and saying, so if she was dying and you were losing her, what would be going on? And it gets more real. That's a good It question. gets more real. Yeah. Because then it's like, then just notice where your head goes. Either you're going to go to the thing you want. Oh, good. Then I'll be able to go with my one. No, you're going to lose everything else you say you worship, everything else you say you love, and your yep. life's going to take a hit. Yep, yep. One way or another. We're going to take a break. Uh, we're talking with Janine Diamond, author of the book Save Your Marriage in 30. Go to her website, saveyourmarriagein30.com, and just be enlightened. These are great questions. A bunch of things. Is it 30 things? 30 days. Things to do for 30 days. 30 days. To yep. get your head straight before Or 30 you.
8: weeks. I have some people that take a well, long time to do each one of those. What if you
0: turned it into 30 years Could and you be. just saved the <laughs> yeah, marriage there forever? there you go. <laughs> Good stuff. We're talking to Janine Diamond. We're going to take a break. We're going to come right back, wrap up the show on dating and our relationships. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. My little hoedown music brought to you by Skyboy. I'm wearing my uh, gingham. Is this gingham? What color is It. What is this? Is this is a gingham shirt. Is that what they call that? Is the gingham the plaid, or is the gingham the what is it? <laughs> is it the material?
8: Sadly, that is a gingham shirt that you are wearing. I. <laughs> this is
0: my hee-haw shirt. <laughs> hey, Sky, are you still there? Still here, Matt. Okay, because we bump wanted into to give you a hoedown quiz. Down music. Hey, um, you know what we did? We saved your pizza. Yes. And I licked it. I like to lick it because then no one will eat it. Thanks. So, so you saved l- it for me. I licked three pieces for you. Thank you. Are you cool with that? Yeah,
9: no, I'm, I'm down. As long as you hey. didn't take any bites. And I took three bites, one out of each.
0: <laughs> Big bites or little bites? Yes. <sighs> Big and little. Um, here's the deal. Sky, I know you've been sitting there focused. So focused. Me- Mesmerized. What did you learn? One thing from the show that you learned. We're going around the horn. We all learned something. Even Janine. Janine Diamond, the expert, has already (laughs) learned something, even though she learned it many moons ago, too. She's like, I've learned never to do this show again. (laughs) So, Sky,
9: what did you learn? Well, from the single perspective, I think the thing I learned, I think it was Merritt who was talking earlier. Hold on. You learned something about
0: relationships from Merritt. Who's single? Yes. I, okay. <laughs> this well, she's great because this. Maybe you guys ought to talk more.
9: <laughs> no, she was saying that all her friends blame all their problems on being single, and I think I learned that maybe sometimes I do that, or I know a lot of people who do do that, and that it, that should not be done. Did you just say do do? Yeah, I just said do do. You know, I say that a lot. I've noticed <laughs> I, I say that a lot.
0: Yeah, you need to stop that. I'm sorry. So I agree. That's a That was a killer point. And again, you, Merit is free for coaching advice whenever you need it, Sky. I'll take her up on that. Merit, help the boy.
2: Help, help him. Me, please. Yeah, he does need a lot of help. So.
0: so Janine doesn't know Sky. I don't. But Sky, um, he does look younger than he is. And he also wears a superhero outfit. Wow. Okay. (laughs) A tight superhero (laughs) outfit.
8: Like to work every day or what? Yeah.
0: All over BYU campus. Oh,
8: boy. So um, we call him, yeah. (laughs) And he's not married, right? (laughs) No. I wonder why. why.
0: (laughs) It seems fairly obvious, but um, no one listens to Sky, we need to talk. You know, I've got duties that
9: sometimes I have to sacrifice sacrifice for the greater good of humankind.
0: We're going to um, go around the horn here. Uh, Merit, big learning. What's your number my one learning.
2: learning? My favorite thing um, that we talked about was um, Dr. Bowden brought it up. And he said that we have these things that we all think are deal breakers. And that yeah. like, no matter what, it's like, no matter what, I want my future spouse to be like this and this and this. But that really, you can usually narrow those down a lot more. Yeah. And he mentioned that he really wanted his wife to be athletic. But the more he thought about it, the more he realized that it wasn't a deal breaker right yeah so something like I need to like re-examine what I think is a deal breaker because it could not be
0: for example your partner doesn't have to like movies he doesn't have to like Hollywood
2: it would make things
0: difficult no no you You can convert him
2: I could he would just
0: need to have you tell him about it maybe he just needs to love to hear you talk about the movies
2: you know somebody loving to hear me talk is always a plus so
0: yeah yeah, I think that's a cool. That was a great learning. Yeah, I,
2: love I, that I thought too. it was valuable.
0: I'm going to use that one, um, Janine. What? now you didn't learn anything. But no, us, I did. No, but give us your advice. I did learn something that I actually I heard
8: this earlier when I was waiting to come on the show, and I haven't been able to get past it what? yet. Uh-oh. And that was that Dr. Bowden said mentioned that hygiene is not a deal breaker for men. And I went, uh, uh-uh. uh. Yeah, we really? were a little
2: confused about that.
8: Really? One.
2: <laughs> I mean,
0: look. <laughs> If it's, if it's Is horrendous, if it's horrendous, if it includes, if there's growth of any shape or form, it's a deal breaker. But hygiene's not hygiene's up there. not, not that a deal breaker. You. Yeah,
8: it surprised yeah. me. But you know, that was a, that it's was totally one of those yeah. I'd never heard that before. So that's what I learned. Today, you know what? Among uh, other things, that was
0: really good. It was awesome to have you on the show.
8: It was fun to be here. You're good. You're fun to talk to. Well,
0: you know. Would you tell them that?
8: I will, con- I will convince don't them.
9: Don't let that. it yeah. get to his head. Oh, did you
8: guys
0: hear that voice? That <laughs> well, you body? know, he's not
8: all I thought that we were fun ignoring to talk to. I, mean, I just <laughs> meant he's kind of fun to talk. That's right. And
0: one more thing. Bryce learned one thing. But he, he wanted me to tell everybody. He learned that it hurts to have your back waxed, <laughs> which he had done at the show here. And uh, he learned that if you put too much Botox in, you always look surprised. Right, Bryce?
1: I was surprised to find out.
0: (laughs) You were just surprised to have that. Well, thanks for joining us, folks. Uh, Remember, the goal of this show is to give you the tools. This is the toolbox. We're the toolbox for life. You know, none of us get tools. Love so if that. you don't go somewhere to get your tools, boom! You don't need to go to Home Depot. Just go to the Matt Townsend Show. <laughs> we'll bring it to you every week. Thanks for joining us. Have an awesome weekend. Go love the family and uh, keep everyone close. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We'll be back next week right here on Sirius XM One Forty Three BYU Radio.